I'm ready. I'm ready. Hold on. I'm very excited about this one. Okay, you ready? At what else I have? On your mark. Hold on, I'm not ready. Hold on, so sorry. Okay, my finger's in it, I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Hold on, don't say anything. It's in it, it's in there. Just a tip. I can't, I can't. <laughs> oh! Welcome back to Blind Drams, episode 14. Woo! Where we're just a little whiskey podcast that is literally just flying by the seat of our pants at this point. Who knows what's going to happen and when things are actually going to be posted. So, uh, you know, yeah, we're going to go with it. So we're going to go ahead and pop the caps. And pour yourself your little ounce or so of whiskey into your Glencairn. I love that. And right in. Ripping right in. Yeah. Why waste time, really? (laughs) So anybody who's joining us for the first time in this episode, we basically, the three of us are complete whiskey noobs, but brand new aficionados, you know, little opposites attract there. We do this little podcast where we just appreciate whiskey. We drink it neat for the first couple minutes, and then we make a cocktail out of it, and then we'll do some kind of history of something. Today is the history of the distillery that we're drinking from because they have a really, really cool history. So go ahead and get your tasting books out, start sniffing. And I'm going to attempt to not say the name of the whiskey because I've almost dropped it twice now. Uh-oh. <laughs> you keep hesitating. Oof, yes. <laughs> I'm like exhausted today. I spent the last two days helping Amber refinish her floor at the tiny house. Oh, it's awful. Well, it looks good. Man and I broke our backs for two days. No big deal. Aw, good sister. I am. I've got the blisters to prove it. See? Our best. <laughs> Aw. It was fun. We had a lot of good bonding time. And Very she made me a cocktail. I did, and it was really sad because I didn't have a shaker I've, I felt like I was making a cocktail for somebody like famous and then like <laughs> I didn't have like I was using like the cheapest whiskey or something you know I was like wow this is really embarrassing I don't have a shaker you know I told her to go out and buy some wild turkey 101 because she asked what the best like inexpensive like cocktail whiskey is and that's yeah. my my one of my go-tos when I want to be frugal yeah, I just need a hot toddy. I just needed to chug it because, you know, yeah. <laughs> All right, so get your nose in the glass. I'll let you guys lead on this one. Start start tossing out what you're smelling. I it's smell grass. Grass. Oh. It's like earthier. I definitely don't pick up any of those like sweet notes at all. Mm-hmm. Really? Oh. it's Which like is- like a raisin i'm getting like almost like from is that fermented like the drop this is really hard it's like a raisin like when you open a little box of raisins so mm-hmm. it's kind of sweet but it's not like vanilla like your standard vanilla sugar brown sugar mm-hmm. i'm definitely getting some oak in it yeah like dried fruit that sounds really hard for me for some reason. Hold on, I need to like get a different angle here. 
So another thing you can do if you're having a hard time smelling it, and I learned this in my Eve's blind class, is just kind of put something over it to like uh, yes. over the lid for like a minute or so. And then that'll help like all the fumes, the smells, whatever kind of chill. Yeah. So I, I told you guys to buy those little bamboo yeah. um, toppers. And so we'll be using those on another episode. And so you more than welcome to start using them now. Mm-hmm. And you so usually you'll, them because I didn't, so I do, I need to buy them. You don't have to, but you'll feel fancier if you do. Will you reset the link? Yeah, I can. All right, I'm yeah. going to try this. Yep. And so another thing is when you mm. like swirl it, it agitates it. So you'll get a little bit more. I definitely got some more like warm, like a warm feeling. I definitely got caramel and like apple, like a caramel apple. Wow, that mm. really like changed it. Like a, like a green apple. I can, I can smell like that, a uh, caramel green apple. Once I like I, a fairground. Yeah. Now that is all once that's all I can smell now. Yeah. All Sorry. I can smell is raisin. <laughs> once you get like honed in one thing, it's hard to not smell that. Yeah. When I tell people I'm on a podcast, they're like, oh, well, I don't know anything about whiskey. That's and I'm like, <laughs> this is the one for yeah. you. Yeah. My favorite is like, I like to just ask people that I come across as like, if you want to be on the podcast, you can. And they're like, oh, I don't know anything about whiskey. And I was like, that's what man, that's why I'm asking you because like, <laughs> we're going to start needing some fresh blood here soon. Like just people dropping in to I ask the questions know. that we forget to ask because we're used to it now. Yes. Yeah. This girl I met this year, her son's on my kids bus so when the when it was nice out um she would like we they'd walk because they're like a couple houses down and now that it's cold she's in her car so I don't really talk to her as much but when it was summery like we talked all the time and she's super nice and um so we became Facebook friends recently and she has this big bourbon bar in her basement and I was like I was like you're my new best friend (laughs) I was like you need to come on our podcast and talk to, you know, so she's in all these Facebook groups, you know, and stuff. So that was really cool. I was like, Oh my God, we're, we're besties now. Small world. Yeah. yeah. One of the girls that I just started working with, she also has like a tie to whiskey and I was like, no way. So I was like, well, you're coming on. And she goes, I really don't know all that much. And I was like, perfect. Great. <laughs> all right. What else we got in here? Small wise. I need you to throw some stuff at me because I'm having a hard time with this one because all I can smell is like caramel green apple. It's very much green. It's so it's a little bit more tart for me. I guess if I'm saying that when the very first initial thing I smelled was almost, this is going to be really wrong. wrong. I'm probably overthinking it because of what we're making as a cocktail, but I smell like lemon. Hmm. I like that. a citrus. Yeah. You see that? That's but like then, along that same lines of that like tart apple. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to say that because we're making brown sugar cocktails. <laughs> I almost get like, like tea, like tea oh, bags. Yeah, right. When you said that, okay, it hit me. I can, I can get on board with that. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Like a, like a black tea. Yeah. 
imagine from episode one till now, I feel, I'm like, man, you've turned into Amanda. No, not, I, no, I cannot. Say yeah, that. she'll just need to start pulling that. out the, it smells like shadows. Mm-hmm. Right. That's still my favorite. If yeah. You guys make it fun of me. That and the blue crab. The blue oh, crab. Uh, I vomited <laughs> in my mouth slightly when you said blue crab. No, uh, no. See, that's a good note for me because I fucking love yeah. blue crabs. And because yeah. like, it's not like the fishy smell. It's like that fresh, like crab meat. Cause it's really sweet, yeah. but like <laughs> salty. I don't know. Yeah. No, I feel you. I just, Whatever. I have aversions to seafood. So if you didn't know that by now. Yeah. It's so I definitely yeah. like along the same line of the raisins for this, I'm getting a very like, I don't know, like an ice wine or like a sherry or not sherry, yes. like a cognac or something, something along those lines. It's like, I can't, can't quite like place it. Old fruit, but not like it smells bad. Just like, like a raisin or something like like apricot where they like dry it out and it has that like earthy old it's like an old smell not but not in a bad way this is yeah. gonna be an amateur but this is what kind of what we're here for is there something to like breathing in like almost like when you're meditating and you take like a really short sh- like breath when you like breathe in do you know what i'm talking about you do like the three count yeah. Because if I do that, I smell different things. Instead of just like tipping it and taking a little short breath, if I just mm-hmm. sit there and I'm like, smell differently. One of the things that I've learned from like <laughs> yawning, excuse me, from watching a bunch of videos of like how to do whiskey tastings and doing the Eve's Blind and reading a couple different books on whiskey and stuff is like everybody has kind of their own method for nosing and tasting and so like some people swear by the kentucky chew and then other people are like "Mm, i can't do it because it just burns my mouth or i don't you know whatever so like if you're i still say go from nose to you know nostril nostril um, but if you do like that slow meditative breath in and that's helping you pull more scent out then go for it do do what works for you okay yeah, it's only sometimes when I'm having a hard time picking up something. So, all right, this is this is my least favorite part of the podcast. Can I tell you that is like this tease? <sighs> sitting here just like <clears throat> for like <laughs> so I'm like, let me just put it to my lips. <laughs> just a sip, just a share. A little, a little sipa. Like I, I am getting like that vanilla and like some light cherry in there. And then would that be like the cognac kind of feel to it? Yeah. And I, I, it may be just like that, that oaky, the aged, I mean, what most barrel aged stuff has that vanilla and cherry, but I also feel like I'm getting like a hint of cinnamon, but I can't tell if that's because I have a huge stack of cinnamon so close (laughs) to me or not. I moved it away and I covered it, but I can't tell if it's just like residual, but I'm going to go with cinnamon. I think it is from it because I've had the cinnamon so far away from it. All right. You guys ready for a little sip, sip, sip a Absolutely. I am really excited to see what Shelly titles this one because whenever she's like, I'm working on an episode, she doesn't call it by the name of the whiskey or the episode number. She's like, it's the the like episode, which was the birdie, uh, the birdie's bear gulch because we said like every third word. Here, oh, all the episodes. The like episode. 
That's really funny to get in like an outsider's point of view on like what they hear during the whole freaking thing. Mm-hmm. And they hear like, Love it. doesn't this look darker to you though? Yeah. Color? Talk about color, Amanda. It's pretty caramel color. Caramel, caramel, caramel. All right, let's do it. Is Kentucky cheese still what you do? I kind of, I don't know, like not quite a Kentucky chew. I just kind of, I take a, almost like a slight micro sip, like just enough to get over like the base of my tongue and then like build up a lot of saliva and just kind of wash it around and then take a second sip. Cause I know that first sip is going to like gasoline no matter what I do. And then, so it like primes my mouth. And then the second sip, I'll take a slightly bigger sip and it's still a small one because I want to aerate the whiskey in my mouth to get more like agitation and, and whatnot. And then from then on out, I'll take bigger sips or smaller sips, depending on if I feel like all I'm tasting is alcohol. That means my sip is too big. If, if I, I notice that the smaller sips I take, the more flavors I can pull out of it. So I'm trying to say. Yeah. So the Kentucky chew is what I did. I should probably tell people what that is again, but it's pretty much like using mouthwash and then swallowing it. You're not actually chewing it. I had to tell my, my mom that because she was going, <laughs> I was like, I was like, no, no, don't chew it. You don't need to chew it. You just like swish it around. She's like, oh, I could hear her teeth like clattering, like chattering. That's really funny. Yeah. And there's also like a bit where some will like, you know how you do it with wine where you like kind of tilt your head down and get the, the liquid to the front of your mouth and then try to like like breathe in through the wine and like you could do that with the whiskey but it burns for me so I, I can't I can't really do that but I will try to like take in little bits of air and then if I'm still feeling like if it still feels like really hot I'll take like a tiny tiny sip of water like a drop or two three in my mouth with a sip of whiskey and that usually helps to kind of dilute a little bit so you can pick out more of the subtle flavors the first thing I get is three things for some reason it feels dry. It is like oak, like oaky, like woody. And mm-hmm. almost like you were, like if you licked a, <laughs> licked like a piece of um, those cloves, not like ground mm-hmm. clove, but like the piece that you put in like a ham. If you were to like mm-hmm. kind of chew on one of those for a second, all combined. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is different. It is different. And I, I could totally like, it'd be like, I know that this was chosen in season or yeah, season two, because it's, it's, I think it's, it would be harder for someone to try first. Like if this was like, if you were just starting out, yeah, it's very good. And I can, I really enjoy this, you know, cause I've tried others. If it's not, I don't, I wouldn't call this like sweet it's more like, yeah, like the dry, like savory, warm, but it doesn't get like a rusticy. Yeah. It didn't burn for me. I didn't get like a strong burn or anything or aftertaste. Like the finish was really short. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't linger for me either. Very. I feel like I get a bit of a linger, like, and it's like a cozy. Yeah. Feeling I'm very, I still get a lot of that. It's like cinnamon. Yes. Like I want it, like it's not fireball at all, 
but like, it's almost like I felt like I was going to take fireball at first. That I can, that's a good analogy for kind of what it feels like in your mouth though, you know? So for like, for me, it's like the, the cinnamon that I'm getting is not red hots. It's more Mm -hmm. like cinnamon toast, like the cinnamon sugar that you put on toast. It's like baking cinnamon and not like spicy red hot or big red cinnamon. Yeah. Cause I feel like there's a very big difference if you're using the same word, you know? Yes. So I take a sip and like they, there's somewhere it's like just a hint of it, like underneath somewhere it like comes and goes, but it's almost like a really, really dark, like chocolate, like one of those, like 90%. <gasps> yes. Cause it's bitter. That? It's a little bit bitter, I guess is the word. Right. Yeah. Oh, I was also going to say the color of it. I would, I would go with Amber. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> And then yeah. I guess we didn't say anything about the legs. Oh, oh man, yeah. we have really slacked. We're just we? hopping right into well, the drinking. I think, you know, it's important to go straight to the drinking now. But also, like, I I feel like the more I learn about, like, looking at the legs and stuff, it doesn't really tell me a whole lot about the whiskey. Um, yeah. Other than, like, I can see how the different whiskeys have, like, different characteristics. But I don't really feel, like... There's how fast the legs go is the more I read into it. It's like, no, there's really no correlation to the right. alcohol content, but then other people swear by it. So who knows? Still. Sorry, what I, I got to with this is like a campfire. Okay. Like, like a burnt marshmallow. Burnt. Yeah. Like really. Yeah. Like I want to, I want to assume that this barrel that this was in was a high, like a heavily charred barrel. I don't think this was like lightly charred. Maybe it was, but it feels like it was, they charred this, this one. <laughs> or it was in the barrel a long time. Hmm. It's well-aged. Maybe. I'm guessing. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting something that I can't quite, can't quite figure out what it is. So like another thing I like to do is I have a couple different tasting wheels usually when I'm doing like serious tastings, mm-hmm. like trying to pick things for the show. Yeah. So I have like two or three tasting wheels because some of them I have different like flavors on them and I'll lay them out and I'll have them in front of me while I'm doing the tasting so I can read through them. Cause just like when I say something to you mm-hmm. where I'm like, oh, I taste this and you're like, oh, I get that. But when I'm reading through the list of things while I'm sipping, I'll also, that same thing will happen. Yeah, I, don't I know if that's the same. Color wheel or a tasting wheel. <sighs> You're rude. I need to grab the this. one I have from that uh, scratch and sniff book. That's a really good. I think that's a really good tasting wheel. Mm-hmm. I love that book. I thought it was going to be just like a super kitschy, like goofy thing, but it actually has a lot of really good information in it's, it. Yeah, it's really cute. And the wheel in there is like huge. Yeah. And I like that it has like all the whiskeys on it that you should try. If it's like, you like this, do this whiskey. Yeah. I'm trying to see. Not Petey, that's for sure. <laughs> now that I know that, there's one that says whiny, Chardonnay, almond oil, praline, butter, marzipan. Mm. Oh yeah, isn't there a bigger one on the back of this thing? Chocolatey, sherry, nutty, oily. 
it's not oily at all. So like when I said I was dry, like it's in the front. Oh yeah. I yeah. Forgot. Woody. Oh, cigar box, caramel, Ooh. pencil, toffee. So pencils, that sounds really silly, but like I can yes. kind of get that on this one. Mm-hmm. Like if you were to like draw with a pencil and then like lick the piece of paper. <laughs> uh, that's really specific. Okay. that's what it, well, that, that's not what it tastes like but like the lingering taste for me yeah not when if, it's like in my mouth if you're a left if you're left-handed and you in grade school you use pencil and so I'm left-handed and so growing up I would come home every day with the pencil marks on your hand from writing and my hand would smell like that from the mm-hmm. the lead or whatever from the I'd have always have like the the gray yeah mm-hmm. And, it's, and you could smell it because your hands like always running into the words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cooked mash, malt extract, husky yeast, mm. bubblegum oranges, raisins, jam, bubblegum, cook, cooked fruit, dried fruit, fresh fruit, solvent, citric, mm. laundry detergent. That sounds miserable. Yeah, I don't think I want that one. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like under sweaty. It says old gym shoes. Ew. <laughs> Let me have that one. No, not, none of these are matching this whiskey. I would like to say we're just reading off. Correct. Yes. Options. Yes. I've never had a minced pie because I was, I, I, I mean, mm. I get raisin. That's mm-hmm. my big thing. I don't know what if, if, because under minced, under dried fruit, you got like your raisins, your figs, your prunes. Is I can see mince pie. Do you know what mince pie is like one of my favorites? thing ever are you gonna tell us what what's in a mince pie it's a that's a is it a British um thing? so it is yeah so it basically has a lot of like dried raisins and currants and like a lot of those fruits apples things like that it's all dried and like re constituted I think was with usually like brandies or cognacs or something oh. and then mixed with cinnamon and sugar and nutmeg basically all the spices that we have in our cocktail tonight and then put in like the most delicious like buttery flaky pie tart shell and, and it's makes sense for this then clove so mm. good yeah this and mince pie would go so good together and I am mad that I didn't get any mince pie this year. Can you tell now us? I'm like salivating. Smelling? Or is that a note? Can you tell us what we're supposed to be smelling? Not what we're supposed to, but like what is normal to smell with this one? Oh, so what the tasting like notes the tasting are from the notes. distillery. Let's yeah. see. Let me look it up. I don't think I looked it up for this one because I, I noticed that when I look it up beforehand, it changes what, like I end up going with what they said. Yeah. So give me a second. Talk amongst yourself while I Google mm. this. I like it. I'm excited. Should I turn my um, coffee or my tea kettle on? Yeah, you can probably go ahead and turn it on now. Boom. Okay. Oh, sorry. Okay, so here we've got the nose. It says it is full and warm. Caramel, vanilla, cinnamon, and apple. Hmm. I think we actually hit all those, didn't we? Yeah. But it's for maybe Oh, yeah, caramel. Green apple, maybe? Yeah, it just says apple on their nose. And then for the palate, it says brown sugar, 
cinnamon roll, caramel apple, and a touch of cocoa. What? Touch of cocoa! <laughs> Did you say cocoa? Right. Dude, we're good. Damn. Damn, we're good. Uh, yeah. I've Man, lost my touch. I need to drink more on the side. You do. Like, Mary Beth and I got you. I think Mary Beth's starting to, like, surpass me, though, so. I am slacking. Slacking big time. It's fun to buy it. It is. Yeah. It's so fun to buy it. Like, I just... <laughs> I just like to go buy it. I would rather spend money on whiskey, bourbon, whatever, than like $15 on a bottle of wine. And I'm like, you're in a rush to drink it. And like, if you don't like it, you can't just like make a cocktail with it. That's like, you know, I mean, you can, but you're like, it's sangria and that's about it. And then if you use shit wine for sangria, it's just shit sangria. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like, even if you buy like a $60 bottle of like whiskey and you're like, this is really hard to drink. Like you could make so many things with it that I don't know. I just like, it seems like a better investment. So, (laughs) and it doesn't give me a headache the next morning, which is like really, really kind of like the biggest one of them. I really can't hate on wine too much because I also have been investing in wine to amp up my cellar. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. You have a cellar. When you have a cellar, I mean, that makes sense. Like I don't have a cellar. So, okay. I say cellar and with air quotes. So those are very important for our, uh, for our listeners because it is a it's basically GAF right now it, yes <laughs> I realize that but it's it's we don't have a basement but it's not quite a crawl it's too big for a crawl space but too small to call a basement and it's base it, it's all like earthen walls and floor but it's just tall enough to like I don't know it's probably about four four and a half feet high and you see all the beams underneath the house because the house is like a historical like log cabin from like the early 1900s and that has been like built up like built out and then I bought on Amazon for like 50 bucks or something these six rows of 12 bottles like wood wine holders and they're just sitting on some bricks underneath my house so I'm calling it the cellar because it makes, I don't know what else to call it. <laughs> it's, it's a little bit, cellar. it's a little bit, uh, ghetto rigged. It's, it's, it's fucking creepy and filled with spiders usually, but it's fine. <laughs> it reminds me it's, of something like in the prohibition era where like you weren't allowed to have alcohol. Oh yeah. And then oh, for sure. This would have been the speakeasy. Yeah, you're like oh, yeah. so much stuff slammed into this spot. Just wait. <laughs> you're like birdie. Yeah. yeah. Isn't she doing that? Yep. Mm. Damn it. Okay. Now, before we go on, we need to tell what our feel is, or we're, we've been doing the feel at the end after we've digested it a bit. But how about um, your rating so far on this mm. one out of five? One out of five. Three has been like our daily sipper. Five is it is blew your socks off. You can't imagine living life without having three bottles of this on your shelf. One is I drank it and I can say I had it and I'll probably never have it again. This is the thing that's crazy right now. Sorry, this is a side note. I'm smelling, smelling it again. I just poured a little bit more and I'm smelling 
like a cinnamon butter. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. Why does it right there with that like that pie? Well, because it's had time to aerate and <laughs> your palate has opened up now. So you're you're definitely a lot more primed in those first couple sips. So you are desensitized to that burn and some of the more harsh flavors that you had experienced early on in sipping. And now you are able to kind of chill and enjoy. Yeah. Do you think if somebody were to try to drink whiskey for the first time and they like had one or two sips and they're like, this is God awful. If like your best advice would be like to just hang in there and like, just try to finish the glass because you'll probably end up liking it. What probably it, not. You ease into it. She, she said so. No. Well, you think about how I eased you into it, right? It was like I only made you take a couple sips of the Bren, totally neat, and yeah. so you you were not really into it at all. But then it was the cocktails that were very whiskey heavy, and so you start them off with the stuff that's like high mixer with like a little bit of whiskey, right? And so you get that whiskey flavor in there and then you kind of get them addicted to that whiskey flavor. And then you start introducing the cocktails that are high whiskey cocktails with like real low filler. So the old fashioned is great because it's very sweet and very inviting and fruity, very welcoming. Manhattans, you know, would be the next step on that because I feel like those are a little bit more advanced and in your face whiskey. And then from there, I feel like once you're getting up into the super heavy alcohol, like whiskey, content cocktails, then you can kind of titrate off into like drinking meat or on the rocks or whatever. And so I, I don't feel like necessarily going neat needs to be the ultimate drinking it on the rocks. There's several whiskeys and scotches that I prefer on the rocks just because that water opens it up. So yeah, I don't think telling someone just hang in there, uh, finish the glass. I think that would probably turn them off more because yeah. if they just can't get past that burn because it's so new. See, cause we've had a year now that we've worked through this and even still there's going to be some whiskeys now where we're like, ha, ha, so much, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off with your rating. Oh no, that's fine. Questions again. What would you say, Mary Beth? One to five. This is an interesting one. I feel, and this is me guessing, obviously I don't, I have no idea what this is. I'm guessing this is a more expensive whiskey. Um, and I could be completely wrong here, but this is my guess. I'm guessing this is a, this is a more expensive whiskey. It has a lot of like heavy flavors, like not, I shouldn't say heavy, like, like it's almost like richer and I would guess that it's been in the barrel longer. It's got like more of a char. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking this is like a, a more high-end whiskey. It's, it, I mean, I'm not getting a burn on this. And there's some, there's some very expensive whiskeys I've tried that I get a lingering burn and I just can't, I can't get past it. So, I mean, I'm like loving it. I mean, I, I, this is probably a five for me. Um, just, no. just because, just because that makes I can, me so happy. Yeah. I mean, because I'm getting a lot of different flavors, like I'm not just getting, I'm not getting flavor and burn. I don't, I'm not a fan of the burn, you know, I'm some people like they don't mind it or, um, and so when I get a hard burn, I usually, I'll start adding ice to it. 
to kind of like get that, you know what I mean? To end that. But I've done it where I've had like whiskeys before that, like I get a burn and I'm drinking it out of a Glencairn and I'll just, I'll just move it. You know, I, I go, okay, this is too much for me. I've had a couple sips of it and I just go to, I go to the ice. I usually try to just start with a Glencairn first and then see how I do. Um, but this isn't bothering me. Like I, I'm every sip, I'm getting more, more flavor. And I feel like it's probably some, uh, it's been in the barrel a long time. I feel like it's been, someone's took, taken a lot of good, good, good care of this. I feel like it's, there's like, I don't know, there's like heart and soul into it in a way. I, that's how I'm feeling. That's how I'm feeling, but I could be completely wrong. This could be a $10 bottle of shit. And we, I have no idea. So. <laughs> Man, I was like, this was actually on the bottom shelf, twelve ninety. Right, <laughs> this is the worst shit I ever found. Not, I am raving not, about it, but yeah, I mean, I I'm not this. saying truth. <laughs> yeah, I I could sip this. I mean, I don't think this is a first time drinker type type yeah. whiskey. I I wouldn't give this to my first time as someone who wanted to try something for the first time. But um, and I, you already told me that there's a story behind this, so I'm already hooked because uh, I love. I love the story. So I'm dying to hear the story behind this one, but if there, especially if there's a story behind it and you're sharing it with somebody and you're getting that, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm all warm now I'm relaxed and I'm telling the story. Like I can totally see this being something that I would purchase and then drink with, you know, friends who, who might enjoy this as well. Yeah. It's hard for me to know how to rate stuff. I feel like it's such like a big commitment to put a number on something. I know. Right. <laughs> well, it's, so it, for me, it's like, it's, it's just in this moment right now, what do you feel about this whiskey today? It doesn't matter what your views are going to change. Yeah. So I it's closer it's, to a four, not a five for me, because I like the fact, like she said, like, there's a lot of like complexity to it and a lot of depth. Like it went from like green caramel apple to like butter and brown sugar to like pencil. And I'm like, I'm very confused, but I'm interested so I like that. It wasn't just like, wow, all I taste is acetone. You know, like I like that there was differences in it. I would be interested to try it over ice though. I should probably do that. But there's this one whiskey that I've tried that I'm not going to tell Mary Beth about that I was a five for me. So now I'm like, until I find something that like was that, I'm like, okay, well, it is like a four. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I agree. Like it was, there's so much to it like so much dimension. I don't think I would have liked this episode one. I would have been like, Ugh. yeah. Yeah. But now that we've tried some, like, and it's like a feeling like you, you always say Amber, it's like a feeling. And like, this is like a camp. I imagine like a campfire it's cold out right now. It's December. Like this is perfect for this type or January. of January. Yeah. Or it is January. Jesus. What is wrong with me? It's like it's the January 20th. January. It's December. Oh my God. That's how, that's how relaxed I am. I've gone back in time. December. I thought about not saying anything, but I can't. Yeah. You're like, seriously. Yeah. No, so relaxed. This is definitely like, I love that you said the feeling thing, because I feel like a lot of them give you a different feeling. And this for me kind of gives me the same vibe, like sitting around a campfire, like eating, like s'mores with the burnt marshmallows because it like brings out the burnt sweetness in this, you know? And so, yeah, totally. I agree with that. Cold weather. This is cold weather whiskey right here. Mm -hmm. I'm writing down hashtags. Hashtag CWW. Hashtag it's December, but actually it's almost it's December. <laughs> Jesus. I'm so, what the hell? 
that's all I do is write the date on everything like 85 times a day <laughs> December I loved it I was watching her say that I was like man she's relaxed <laughs> I was like is anybody else gonna catch it I'm gonna be the bitch mm. again uh, um so I give this one a four and a half okay so I go down the middle um of the two of you so I can't tell if it's just I really love this whiskey because I actually really really love it the profile of it hits like a lot of my points that I enjoy in whiskey but also I really enjoy the story behind it and so I feel like that knowing it it, it like it does impact the score for me so it's where it gets an extra half a point you know That's not fair. so I know this one it just it this this bottle and this this whiskey just has a special place in my heart but I'll go into that later yeah so that's where I'm giving it and yeah I, I definitely see this being like a cozy you know it's a cozy it's a cozy whiskey I enjoy it I like it a lot yeah we ready for a cocktail yes I'm getting my okay. all my stuff ready here um so while you guys get your stuff ready I'm gonna tell everybody what is in the cocktail so we are making excuse me what is called the hot buttered whiskey hot butter and i got this one off of the distillery's website and it's by i actually have who created this cocktail which i love and so it was developed by a lady named rachel ramirez i just thought that was cool so i wanted to give her a shout out because i enjoyed this cocktail when i tested it love it so it is two ounces of whiskey, a quarter ounce of maple syrup, and then two rounded tablespoons of batter. And the batter, um, they have the recipe on their site. I'm also sharing it on Instagram and it'll be in the show notes below. But basically, if you want to make a full batch, which I did not have you ladies make, I had you make a half a batch, which will get two cocktails out of, I believe. Um, but the full batch is a full stick of butter softened and then a quarter cup of brown sugar and i i did packed brown sugar it didn't say whether or not it was packed on the recipe but i did packed it always and then a half a tablespoon of ground cinnamon half a teaspoon ground nutmeg a quarter teaspoon of ground clove and a dash of ginger so a dash is an eighth of a teaspoon roughly i learned that today because i wanted to look it up and a pinch is a 16th of a teaspoon. So now you guys know. Hmm. And then you'll need hot water as well. And then if you want to garnish it, you can use a cinnamon stick, which oh. I did grab, you know, for shits and giggles. All right. So, so we could the do first... like a who's is prettier competition. At no, because I'll never win that. <laughs> no, Amanda's always going to win. <laughs> I have not been getting my messages or like, uh, alerts on Instagram for whatever reason. Like if I go into Instagram, it'll say that I have like three messages or con or comments or something, and then I'll click on it. And then nothing new shows up until like a couple days later. That's weird. So I, I don't know what's going on with it, but I noticed this morning that Mary Beth and who was it? Is it Steven from Black yeah. Brown? They, uh, yeah was like loving on my cocktail garnish on my um new york sour what was it <laughs> oh how pretty it was was he being serious or i'm gonna go with he's being serious that's what i choose to believe we were, i was just talking to him about luxardo's yeah and he says he doesn't get them oh 
he, he hasn't got he hasn't tried them yet i should send them a bottle um, i know and he, he was like he was teasing me but he was like he's like look at you buying those 20 dollar a jar luxardos he's like i don't get he's like i don't buy those well and once I was like you try them you will know why yes i was like Never once you start that's all you'll need like just your whiskey i'm like because i was telling him i put like we'll just do whiskey on ice and a couple luxardos a little bit of that juice like just a little bit of that juice with luxardos mixed in and that's all like i love that that's all we do you know we'll do that all the time so mm-hmm. he was There's like so i'll do like a teaspoon or two of that luxardo cherry like the juice and i'll put it in the oh. bottom of the glass and then the whiskey and stir it up really good so good. ice cube Yes. And then stir it, and then a couple yep. of tomatoes on top. It's it's okay. like there's no comparing. Sorry, there isn't. It's too good. Okay, so what we're gonna do is now that we've made that batter, and I just use softened butter. Amber melted hers, so we'll see. And if now there's it's any like different temp. So look, there you go. Cool. So mine's in little lumps. So it. Dara told me my my oldest told me that it looked like uh, dog food. mine looks good this looks like chocolate we're gonna put two rounded tablespoons of that batter in your mug and i have a irish yeah just like scoop like big scoops so you don't want it so you have like the baking tablespoon where it's like flat across the top you just want a big heaping tablespoon well, that tablespoon is dirty, so I'm using a half. Mine's light colored. Hers is so much darker than mine. Well, I did use dark brown sugar. And oh. I used dark brown sugar, too. I just used light brown sugar. That's I probably always, the difference. I always okay. do. So this is okay? Yep. Almost looks like peanut butter to me. It, yeah, it looks like almond butter. That's really yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah. So this is good? Yep. Okay, so, so just plop it in. Too, too big heaps oh two of them yeah two heaping tablespoons this is like and then calories oh yeah this is this is not a healthy this is not a healthy cocktail this is not one to do when you're watching your weight all right then because i feel like this is so much sugar i didn't do the full half quarter ounce of maple is it quarter ounce yeah quarter ounce of maple syrup i'm not doing um I, I put like a couple, like a couple drops in just to get that maple flavor. Okay. Um, but it's just, that's, that's a lot of sugar for me. Oh. Okay. So, but if you so choose quarter ounce of the maple syrup. Okay. And then you're going to do two ounces of whiskey on top. Okay. This is making sure you guys can't see what I'm doing. I don't have maple syrup at my house, but I do have like it's like a maple syrup tasting stevia. Nah. No, don't, don't fuck it up. Don't put stevia in that. Don't be gross, Amber. Don't F it up. Okay. <laughs> don't be gross. Okay. All right. So two ounces of whiskey on top, and then we're just going to top it off with the hot water. Top it off. Man, I spilled it. Oh yes, there's a napkin right here. Should I use my blender stick? You don't really have to, but I mean, you can if you want, but mine's up at the top. Once you pour the hot water, water, yeah. So. Hopefully I don't burn myself. 
yeah like once i uh once you pour the hot water in it basically all melts and so you just give it a, some good stirs for a minute i will say the one thing that i'm not a huge fan on this cocktail is it gets a lot of floaty bits because of all the the ground cinnamon and cloves and all that but it is very tasty so if you like stir it and then just let it set for a, like a couple like i don't know 30 seconds or so so it has time for the heavier bits of the cinnamon stuff to sink okay. that way you're not like getting that grit in your teeth you're really selling this cocktail listen it's got honest. floaty bits and a lot of grit it's real good where did you where did you find this cocktail is this on, on their from? website yeah fascinating okay so is the goal for it to float on top like you said it yeah i mean unless you're going to continuously stir it the most of the the butter will float on top oh, yeah. and so you're just going to drink it through that cream just like you would an irish coffee and so that the butter doesn't end up tasting like butter it tastes more to me like cakey almost or like an icing yeah mm -hmm. i'm gonna see if i can even interesting okay can we sip it sip away well cheers 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 cheers, 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 cheers. let's see Ooh, that is like thanksgiving i like it hmm <laughs> I can see why the maple is a good touch. Mm -hmm. I wish I had some and I don't. Damn it. Mm. All right. So we're taking a sip and. Yes. How, how, how are you jiving with it, Mary Beth? Because I know that you are really skeptical of the butter. Yeah, it's good. I might have put too much water in it. Mm. It's kind of like watery to me. Why don't you have I... more of the um, cinnamon butter situation? Yeah. And I then might. just. A touch a little, more yeah. as well. That's why I add a little more maple because it was a little watery tasting. Yeah, I would add more. Mm. Of the, I added a lot of the butter stuff. I really enjoyed it. Like I was feeling cozy and ready for some cuddles after I sampled the first cocktail. This, this makes me want to watch a Hallmark movie in my skivvies. And yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like when you got those, those long john pajamas on with like the butt flap. Yeah, with, with like the no nice butt. cozy toes. I mean, who has those? What? <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> Everyone has a pair of those, right? That's <laughs> with the butt flap. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's really good. No, I you like your little knit beanie on. Mm. I will tell you, I personally think it's hard to make a hot cocktail good. Like it's it's few and far between that I like a hot cocktail. Um, mm. I have to add. Like for a hot toddy, I have to add like a ton, a ton of honey for me to even have it like be palatable. So for this, like I don't even have maple in it and it's good it is like, that must say a lot about the whiskey too, that it's like- There is like two tablespoons of sugar in it. So, I mean. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true, but. But no, I also, I agree. I think because when I sampled this one, I didn't make it with the whiskey that we were using tonight because I wanted to make sure that I had enough mm -hmm. because it is one of my favorite whiskeys. I have been like sampling it since I sent you samples. So I only have about this much bit. left in the bottle. 
So I did it with Larceny because we had already filmed that episode and it was still really good with Larceny. And I think it's better with this one though. Nice. No, I really am really enjoying this. Like this is a really nice drink. I like it. I would make it again. Like I would, if I had like some sort of fall party, I would totally like make this again. Mm -hmm. This is amazing. Okay. I love this. And I can't, you have to tell me the history now because I've gotten myself in trouble. I've realized I have to just sit and enjoy the one cocktail because if I make myself a second, I get myself in trouble. So I'm going to drink this while you tell me the history of this delicious whiskey. So what we're going to do is it's time for the reveal. Oh, man alive. Okay. I get so excited. This is my favorite thing. You know, I got to keep the tradition alive, you know? Oh, yeah. I just got to keep it alive. Let me see. Now, the bad thing is the whiskeys keep getting stronger. <laughs> and I'm getting I don't think stronger. that changes much from right here on out. Okay. The reveal. I'm ready. I'm ready. Hold on. I'm very excited about this one. Okay. You're ready? At what else I have? On your mark. Hold on. I'm not ready. Hold on, so sorry. I really enjoy watching your faces during the reveal. I don't want to. Last time I opened it like way before Mary Beth, so I just want to wait. I know. Okay, my finger's in it. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm a 12 year old boy at heart. Oh, don't say anything. <laughs> it's in it. It's in there. Just a tip. I can't. I can't. <laughs> oh. Oh, I was so not expecting that. Oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, oh my gosh. I wasn't expecting that at all. Wow. Greenbrier, Tennessee, handmade sour mash. I thought this one was supposed to be really like different than this. This is I've never heard so, of this one. This is you have because I told you about it, but it was like real early on. And there's a reason I told you about it. So this is Nelson's Greenbrier Tennessee whiskey. And so this is a Tennessee whiskey. Do you guys remember what makes it a Tennessee whiskey? What's special oh, about the process? Charcoal, the charcoal filtration. Maple charcoal filtered. Good job, Mary Beth. Um, so what's the, the story we're going to get into just a second, but I went to maybe Total Wine, possibly was where I bought it. And I just was like, oh, this was the bottle that I keep seeing. The label's super cool. Looks Yes, awesome. it's such a good uh, label. And I bought this one right after Amber told me. She goes, there's this bottle that I keep seeing and yeah. the label just looks so cool. And yeah. what the second she said that, I go, it's this one, isn't it? And shared her a, like a picture of it. She goes, that's the one. How, how the hell did you know that from just that comment? I was like, because I can read your mind. <laughs> but it's such a cool label. But I bought it and I don't think it was very expensive. It's like $25, $30 for a bottle. Wow. And I- Could have fooled me came home and I had been drinking it, got to about down here and then realized there's a signature on the side. Shut up. And so I was like, I wonder, is that on every bottle? Cause that seems like pretty legit. No, he just uh, it has Charles Nelson's signature on the side of the bottle. That's awesome. 
and I, I just randomly grabbed it off the shelf. Had no idea. Had been drinking it and everything. And so, I posted on it and on Instagram, and he messaged me. He's like, "Nope, just felt like signing some bottles." And I was like, "Well, shit, that's awesome." I just happened to. What are the fucking odds? Wow. And so, yeah. How many did he sign? Uh, he didn't say. I don't know. But the the distillery, whoever runs the social media, was just like. Um, Oh, I guess he just got in the mood to sign some bottles off the off the production line one day. And so they just like ended up randomly Aww. at different places. That's like love, super cool. I love that. So I love my bottle. This is probably I, I don't keep bottles, but I'll probably keep this one. Yeah. I didn't realize that. I guess I just didn't know what to expect as far as taste goes. But I think because it says sour mash. Yeah. yeah would have been that it wouldn't have been this like warm like fall autumn cinnamon buttery thing so I would have what, it would have been different so what do you think and I I fully expect wrong answers here because I had no fucking idea what it was I was when I started I won't feed you any guesses but what do, what do you think of like what do you think sour mash means we'll start with that and then we'll go into some history because this is a good good teaching moment yeah well I know like there's a mash bill which is the various wheats and barleys and grains that they use to make the whiskey so is the sour mash like a type of mash bill or something that has it in there in a roundabout way I guess yes is this technically called Nelson's Greenbrier or there's like mm -hmm. a lot of, that's just what it's called? Yeah. Okay. Just wondering. Okay. Okay. What was your question, Amanda? I'm so, so sorry. Gosh, your ADHD is killing me today. Uh, <laughs> the sour mash, like what do you think sour mash is? To me, it reminds me of like, um, like, obviously I know like how you make whiskey and stuff, but in my head, like when you make beer and you have all the stuff floating on the top, like the mash, um, like it's like the fermented. So it's like, I don't know, like sour, sour mash. <laughs> yeah. So, but well, before I started like researching ingredient and I feel like that's perfectly fine. Amber, Cause that's pretty similar to what I was thinking. Yeah. But like, I was thinking it was more like sourdough where you make the sourdough yeah. starter and you basically ferment the, the flour, you mm -hmm. know, and then you take off little bits and you make it from that. So that way you're having the same yeast strains and all that. And that's what I was assuming the sour mash was, mm -hmm. but sour mash, and I'll read it to you here. It says, you may also hear, and this is coming from tasting whiskey. This is my book, my book that I'm using for my master whiskey class one. So you may also hear that sour mash is like a sourdough starter. I was like, yes, I have heard that. And that's what I believe. <laughs> With the distiller holding over a small part of the already fermented mash, now sour to the next fermentation to ensure continuity between batches. Except that the sour mash, also called stillage or setback or confusingly back set, is what comes out of the column still after a trip through live steam. So it's been steamed and distilled, right? There's nothing alive in there. It's a thin, sour liquid full of dead yeast which is just what your mass, mass, mash needs. 
And so it says it's added to the firm, it's added back to the fermenter with the new mash that you're making. And as much as a third of the volume of the fermenter of the new stuff will be sour mash. And it does two things. It feeds the yeast. The dead yeast is perfect food for the next generation of yeast. And there are leftover enzymes in there to boost uh, the ones in the fresh mash. In the fresh mash. It also drops the pH of the mash, making it slightly acidic, just the way the yeast likes it. It's not like it makes it sour or bitter or anything. Mm. Um, so, but this is like, uh, it basically the slightly acidic mash kind of slows the bacteria in the mash. So the bacteria is what's a problem for the distillers because they eat, the bacteria eats the sugar, but that's also what the yeast eats. And so it kind of skunks up the mash instead of making it taste like delicious whiskey and having that nice alcohol content, it just tastes spoiled and off. Okay. So, um, but bacteria, they eat the sugar, but they don't make alcohol and they just produce the off flavors. And so when you slow down the bacteria by making it slightly acidic, then it slows down the bacteria growth and allows the yeast to overpower and overproduce the bacteria. So there's your science lesson for this episode. Right. That is cool. Well, it seems like a whiskey sour. Like I would never have ordered a whiskey sour had, because I was assuming it was just going to be that like sour mix, Mm -hmm. you know, like the, and I just, so to actually have like a real whiskey sour, I was like, oh, this is like delicious, you know, but sometimes you hear that word and it just, it's off-putting. Yeah. Cause it's, it's not what you expect sometimes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, all right. So let's get into some of the more nitty gritty here. What are some of the questions we need to ask? All right. So I don't have an age on it because I don't remember there being an age statement. Okay. So the producer is, it's the Greenbrier Distillery is the producer. Is that the same Greenbrier that's in Tennessee? Mm-hmm. Really? Like the park? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get there. Oh man. Yeah. So it is a Tennessee whiskey, like we said. So it has that maple charcoal filter filtration that is necessary to be called a Tennessee whiskey. And then the price we said was about 25 in a range of like 25 to $30 a bottle. Wow. That's it. Yeah. Mary Beth. Yay. Could have fooled me. A $100 <laughs> bottle. I wouldn't have known. I would have thought it was. So then the, IB, the ABV is 45.5% ABV. That makes it about 91 proof. Is my math right on that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 91. And then it is located right outside of Nashville in Greenbrier, Tennessee. That's awesome. Another little fun fact about distilleries is like the older distilleries did like pre-prohibition. Each distillery had a distillery number. So the number that they were founded in the U.S., so Nelson, one of the fun stories I love about Nelson's Greenbrier is that it is a pre-prohibition distillery. And so it's distillery number five. It's the fifth distil- whiskey distillery in the U.S. Really? Wow. Yeah. Isn't that cool? So cool. All right. So a little bit of history. Feel free to jump in and ask questions. So that way I'm not just like reading stuff. Yeah. I'm kind of going to just like flip through it quickly. The real, the short version, short-ish, because I'll go off topic for sure. 
version of the history is you have Charles Nelson was born on July 4th, 1835 in a small town in Northern Germany. And basically he owned a soap and candle factory in Germany. And when he was about, or his father owned a soap and candle factory. And when Charles was about 15, his dad decided he wanted to move the family to America for a better life. So he took all of the family's savings and, and all the money that they had transferred it to gold and then had a tailor specially tailor his clothes to have secret compartments in all of his clothes to hide all of his gold in. And then he, you know, took a trip across the ocean to get to the States. Unfortunately on that trip, his boat went down and because he was weighed down with like ridiculous amounts of gold, he didn't make it. But his family later on came to America and basically moved into Nashville and did the only thing they know how to do, which was to start up a candle and soap business, which they had such good customer service and everything that they basically started a little like country store uh, during like right before the Civil War. And they had a distillery for whiskey on site, a butcher, and like, I want to say like home goods and stuff. Oh, what it was, uh, he opened a grocery store, which flourished from the sales of his three best-selling products, coffee, meat, and whiskey. That's awesome. <laughs> this is the quality. Yeah. I, like. the I was like, all my favorite things. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the quality of both his products and service quickly built his reputation, Charles's reputation, and it went unmatched in Nashville's merchant circles. And he was just really honest and fair in his dealings. And it brought about like, he just made him very prosperous. And then he realized really quickly that the demand for the whiskey exceeded everything else that he was doing. So he basically sold off the coffee and the butchery, the butchers, and then did just the whiskey. And then it says, legend has it that the blend of coffee that was bought was bought by the Maxwell House Hotel in downtown Nashville, where patrons would later proclaim it's good to the last drop. Oh my gosh. Uh, and then the butcher has stayed in business and the store grew into a successful Nashville-based grocery tra- chain that's still in business today. So it's like, when there's wow. quality, there's fucking quality. <laughs> they, Charles, at one point, bought the distillery in Greenbrier, Tennessee, and he had, he purchased a patent or he made a patent, I guess, for improved distillation methods. And so on their website, they actually have a a scan of the actual patent. It's pretty cool. And so by 1885, there were hundreds of whiskey distilleries in Tennessee, but only a handful were producing significant volumes. And in that year, was that? 1885, he sold around 2 million bottles of Nelson's Green Briar Tennessee whiskey. Wow. And then in comparison to other well-known brands that had a maximum production of just about 23 gallons at that time. So, and it says that the, this particular whiskey was in such high demand that it was being sold in markets ranging from Jacksonville, Florida to San Francisco, California to Paris, France, Moscow, Russia, and the Philippines. Wow. Yeah. And that's a lot of that has to do with the, um, that he was actually selling in bottles instead of in barrels or in big jugs. So it was easier to transport. Right. And he also was, says, um, 
The distillery, which was commonly known as Old Number 5 due to the fact that it was registered distillery number five and was located in the fifth tax district, became a favorite stop of federal regulators and tax inspectors due to the warmth and hospitality shown to them by Charles and his employees. And so he passed away in 1891 and his wife, Louisa, soon controlled the business. And there's actually, it's a coffee flavored um, liqueur that's called like, I think it's called like Louisa's liqueur or something. And they, they still sell that too. I haven't purchased it yet, but I, I want to get some. But he left the distillery to his wife, Louisa, and she assumed control of the business, becoming one of the only women of her time to run a distillery. Then prohibition hit Tennessee a lot earlier than it hit the rest of the nation. So in 1909, prohibition was adopted in Tennessee. So this forced Louisa to discontinue operations and close her doors and the property was sold. And I mean, obviously prohibition lasted into what the early-ish thirties. So it basically just, the distillery was dismantled, fell into repair. And then basically, well, what happened was in uh, 2006, Bill, Ness, Bill Nelson invited his two sons, Andy and Charlie, to go see a butcher in Greenbrier, Tennessee. So the three of them drove over to Greenbrier and they were all kind of like talking about old family histories and stories that, you know, they grew up hearing about like how the family used to have this like hugely successful whiskey business and it was located in the same small town. And so when they got to the butcher, they were asking about the old Nelson distillery and the butcher was like super excited to be like, what? Yeah, look across the street over there. And he says, your granddaddy built that warehouse. The street is distillery road, you know, and that's the spring. It's never stopped running. It's pure as can be. And so the three of them walked over to basically the ruins and like sipped water out of the spring. And then the butcher pointed them into the direction of the Greenbrier Historical Society. So they went there and talked to the curator who revealed her most prized possessions to original bottles of Nelson's Greenbrier Tennessee whiskey. And so they said it was basically right then that they had the idea that like, obviously we have to revive this. <laughs> so after three years of research and uh, planning and hard work, they reformed the business that had closed exactly 100 years earlier in 1909 during prohibition. Wow. And so they, uh, if I can just, we're like, oh my God, let's just, let's just reopen this distillery. So, would and that be their this, great, like great, great, grand, like great grandfather? I, I guess. Sounds about right. Mm -hmm. But they use the same, the same label that's on this bottle here is the label that was used in like the night, the early 1900s, the late really? 1800s. Yeah. It's so and pretty. So, the only thing that's different is like down here, it says like Chaz and W.A. Nelson. But on the original bottle, it just says Chaz Nelson for that's Charles. It? Like it's like the same. Yeah. Well, that's funny that like it's I was identical. Yeah. And so I was like the, the curator and the historians and preserving right. bottles of whiskey. I mean, that just has such a special place in my heart, you know, for some, some reason. I can't quite put my finger on why, but no, I, I love that story. And they were just like so kind and added me as friends on Instagram when I was like chatting about like how cool it was. I just randomly found a signed bottle and was able to like yeah. brag about it. And I just, yes. I love the whiskey. So who and signed have, it? One of the, one of the guys that. Yeah. Charles. Charles. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. 
Yeah. Yeah. You need to email them your questions. I don't know if that got lost in your messages, but yeah. Yeah. Did that finally show up? Yeah. God damn it. I know. I was about to screenshot it too because I didn't want you to miss it, but yeah. <laughs> damn it. All right. Well, I'll have to apologize and be like, I don't know what's happening with my Instagram. It might I just be saw your messages. Oh yeah. Just email them. But no, this, that's awesome. I think it's, it's funny that I was drawn to that bottle too. Like given the fact that like the label is the same label from back then. That's kind of funny. Mm -hmm. Like if you Google it, you get onto like their website, they have the, or here, maybe I can show it. Yeah. We'll see. So we've got these here and I'll share these pictures on Instagram as well. So like right here is the original yeah. bottle. Wow. And then here's another edition of it. And then here's the big jugs. Oh my gosh, it is. It's like exactly the same. I'm going to have to screenshot that. Hold on. I see. All right, this is so ghetto. I'm sorry. It's cute. I can see it. Green bright. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Love it. How's that? Does that work? It's identical. I love it. Archives, man. They're the and shit. Gold too. There's got to be some connection with the gold. So sexy. Well, and their poor, poor great, great, great grandfather just sinking in the bottom of the ocean with all that gold in his pockets. Right. It's so sad. I like. I read that and I was like, two cocktails in when I was doing my research on this, and I was like, <laughs> anyway. But I was like, you know, there's a couple distilleries that I'm like, you know, we should do, I feel like everyone's doing like the real big names for their like private barrel picks or whatever, Yeah. Or, like the tours. And I'm like, I, but I want to go to like Nelson's Greenbrier. Like, yeah. <laughs> I agree with you about like trying to find like the distillers and the whiskeys that like. Penelope. Are, <laughs> yeah. Super well known. Yeah. Like when you say Penelope, someone's like, huh? And it's like, exactly. I want you to try that one. You know, that, that intrigues me a lot more than. By the way, Penelope would love for us to come do their barrel, uh, barrel pick with them. Let's Just saying. Where are they out of? Shit. I don't remember. Oh my gosh, Amanda. I know. There's only so many facts I can hold in my brain. <laughs> no, you're fine. I didn't know who was it. I didn't know if they're in Tennessee. No, I know they're not in Tennessee. Oh, okay. I feel like there was another one recently that I was like, hot damn, this is good. And it was out of Ohio. Really? That's Ohio. That's the <laughs> to be to be continued. But no, I just I I just really love this one. I love just the I feel like any interaction that I've had with them online has always been so so what I'm looking love for. That. Like not sincere, but like authentic. Is that the word I'm looking for? Huh? Like you know how some like people that you can chat with and it's just like you're for sure talking to a marketing person, right? Yes. Yeah. Like, they can be super sincere, but you still get that like, they, they're just so used to doing it. Like, this is the vibe. I love it. Hey, I mean, like you talking about them being just genuine is really sweet because I posted a reveal video of this and they already like- Like seconds ago. Shared it. And then Aww. I said, it was so good. One of our girls thought it was like an 80 to hundred dollar bottle. And they said, it's a really, or it's such a pretty, lovely sipper. 
it's aging really well with a heart. And I'm like, I love whoever this is because they're so yeah. sweet. Yeah. Yeah. This it's, I don't know. It has so also, much flavor to it. Now like that I just saw they, that they responded to my message that I just, I'm just seeing that I didn't get any <laughs> notifications for. And I have some words for fucking Instagram now. Um, <laughs> can't help but notice that the person's name is either Dara or Dara and also has a special place in my heart. What do you mean? <laughs> D-A-R-A at Greenbrier. Oh, Dara at Greenbrier. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So I love anybody who shares a name with my child. So, so weird. phonetically. So weird. It's a unique name. You don't come so across When are we going to go here. on the road? Like when are we going to like go to a place Mm -hmm. and try whiskey and then maybe even like do a podcast episode in person I feel like I would love to do a little Tennessee traveling for some because we've got the Tennessee and I mean I'm right here next to Kentucky to do a little road trip I know where I can stay I did this thing the other day where I told the kids that I picked a mystery toy on the floor and if you picked up that toy that I picked in my head, then they got to scoop the ice cream for dessert first. Okay. And I didn't, I didn't pick a toy. I, I have no idea. I just, I didn't look and see which toy. I just figured I'd randomly like pick somebody, you know? Oh, that's what that's going down and hashtag mom hacks. Yeah. I was like, there's a mystery toy on the floor. And if you put it away, you get to get your ice cream first, which I mean, they're both going to get their ice cream. So it's really like, but they were frantic and they and at first I'm like is it this one is it this one and I was like I'm not gonna tell you till the end so they had all the toys that's hilarious so fast yeah and then I was like oh yeah George won <laughs> I, didn't even, I don't even know what toy it was <laughs> and, and like, you know George is like yes and so he got to scoop his ice cream first so but it was so that's funny was like, great yeah so I love that <laughs> the mystery toy I'm taking notes on right <laughs> writing that down yeah yeah so any other questions that you want to ask or things you want to bring up or talk about have you been doing any more bourbon classes or amber have you made any interesting cocktails or anything cool going on i'll let mary beth go after me because hers will be more interesting so i'll give oh stuff but no i um have nothing in my fridge but i was dying for a cocktail the other night because i was like oh and so I realized the only thing I had was something to make a, what is it called? Oh my gosh. It's gold rush. Gold rush, which is essentially just like, Oh, they're so good. Just like a, an iced hot, hot toddy. It's very good. The one I made. It's a, it's a whiskey sour, but with honey syrup. Okay. Yeah. But there's no cherry. It's a hot toddy. The cherry is just continue i'm gonna take a poll is it I a hot toddy yeah. ice or an old-fashioned with honey syrup i'm gonna win dear dr google <laughs> yeah i don't know i think i think it's more of a uh the uh whiskey sour because it has lemon in it so, so it's a hot toddy has hot water oh i see i don't know what i guess i don't know what what's in a hot toddy hot toddy is just hot water Whiskey, and lemon juice, and whiskey. Oh, okay. That but there's is, no that sweetener. Is a... There's no sweetener in a hot toddy. Yeah, it's honey. 
Did you drink when you're sick, when you've got a sore throat? Mm. Okay. I'm cold. I'm anyway. That is, that is, yeah, that's what, that's every what time that I've seen uh, the gold rush described, it's always a whiskey sour with honey syrup instead of simple syrup. That's so how I always see it described. Mm-hmm. My mind is blown right now. Well, seriously, like the difference between different cocktails is literally like one ingredient. Yeah. <laughs> so you change one ingredient or like the, the measurements of the ingredients yeah. and or the ratios. And then you have a completely new cocktail new name well anyways i literally just typed into google whiskey cocktail and then i typed in the only ingredients i knew i had i was like i've got honey i've got some lemon and then it popped up i was like sweet so that is my big to do i really miss drinking manhattans that was like my jam so i need to get some stuff for that but from liquor.com on paper, the Gold Rush is a very simple drink composed of bourbon, honey syrup, and fresh lemon juice. It's essentially a whiskey sour with honey in place of sugar. Uh, or oh, a bourbon iced hot toddy. Or a bourbon spike take on the bee's knees, if you prefer. But the whiskey honey combination transformed the cocktail's flavor and mouthfeel, making the gold rush a drink of its own. I love, I love me a gold rush. Like I could do that all the time. It's it's very good. That's like my jam. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Nothing and over here yeah um, anything to avoid simple syrup like just if it's honey or like maple syrup like I love that not that I don't I'm not against I, simple syrup but it, it just adds more flavor and depth yeah yeah like one of the things that I've done with the simple syrup instead of using like just white cane sugar is to try like the different types of sugar like the was it the must the the sugar and the raw I like to do because it has a unique flavor or using brown sugar to make the syrup mm. Or what is that other one? It's like muscad, mus- I always want to say muscadine sugar and that's not it. Cause that's a grape, but it's like muscovado or something, I don't know. something like that. It's a yeah. fancy sugar. It looks like sugar in the raw. So I assume they're the same thing. I choose to do no research on it and make my own facts on it. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Go with it. But that one's also supposed to have some really unique flavors or using agave syrup or. Whatever. Yeah. I want to try that. That's yeah, amazing. everything has more flavor than just white sugar. I'm like, Meh. I actually don't even own white sugar. Like, so oh, I have a big barrel of it because I do a lot of baking. When you told me to get all the stuff for tonight, I had to spend like thirty bucks because I didn't. Ha- I had to go buy spices. I'm like, I don't have ginger. I don't have cinnamon. I don't have any of these things. You know, so I'm sorry. And then when I, I chose it because I thought it would be very easy because no. everyone has baking spices. <laughs> and in the winter yes. time. But given my circumstances, no. And I'm like, I looked at the ingredients after I said, I was like, a pinch of ginger. What the? I'm like, shit, Amanda. I just, this damn organic spice right. was $8. <laughs> I, I, I did do the same thing. But my spice cabinet, I've been bitching about it to Kyle because it's a tiny little cabinet like that big. So it's deep. So to get to the back, you're taking out all the stuff and it's falling. Mm. And I'm like, I wish I had some sort of tier, you know, they make those tiered ones, but it's so skinny. I can't find one that fits in that skinny little spot. So I've got stuff like, I was just like, I literally took everything out because I have no room. Everything's like at the edge. There's so much back there. And then you shove one in and then like four fall out, you know, cause it like the, the, the way it like pushes against each other. So I've been complaining about this thing, this forever. And so I finally took them all out, like right before we filmed and 
it was like this expired in 2015 I was just chucking it all in the garbage <laughs> and I'm like this is just old like you know so so yeah so I bought some new stuff but then yeah I bought that ginger and I was like wait it's a pinch I just bought a whole jar of it but I love oh, what am, ginger, I ever, so. what am I ever gonna use this again that's funny I mean I was like well, well now you, we have to you can make like I drinks. fucking buy my my spices by like a pint at a time because I I I use so much I cook a lot though so I mean I know I'm jealous I'm actually coming over tomorrow night you didn't know that but I'm coming over so <laughs> that's great to know I'm glad I should probably start cleaning now because I did not do a fucking thing today right because I was so tired and sore from helping Amber refinish her floors yesterday oh. until 11 that I think I just sat on the couch I cuddled the kids we ate some popcorn and watched Encanto again well, yeah. I watched it again. They watched it for the first time. It's fine. It's a good movie. I did. So I, I was texting you both. I believe it was both of you when I was at the grocery store and it was like 10 minutes to nine in the morning. Do you remember this text? Okay. You, no, it was like okay. last week. Oh, okay. So I had to go to the grocery store for my prescription. And then Kyle was like, can you pick up some bread? And I was like, shit, now I got to go into the grocery store because I was going to do the drive-thru and it's cold. I didn't really want to go in. But I was like, okay, I'll go in for bread. So I go in for bread and it's like 8.45, And I'm like, oh, it's Saturday. And I know they started doing this thing where in the, the, the grocery store that the, like, it's like a chain grocery store by us. They it used to be that their liquor stores in there like had different shipments on different days well you've got those bourbon hunters that know what days they get their shipments in and so they go like that that store that day and that store the next day well they changed it and so they made it Saturday morning so every single of all those stores they get all their shipments in on Saturday morning so you can't be you can't go like to all the stores at once obviously like you're just one person so you have to pick the one store to go to to kind of make it fair for people, which I, I think is nice. Um, so it was like 10 minutes, five, 15 minutes till, and there's literally like 25 people in line. And I'm like, do I wait in this line? Do I just go get my bread? And I was like, I've never done this before. So I'm kind of like curious to see like what they're going to have, you know, cause it's like, Oh, for that. Yeah. Because they just bring out all the bottles and people just line up and you go in and you buy like it's it's whatever is their big whatever is rare or you know it's there and then you only have like that few minutes to grab your turn or whatever so I'm like I kind of want to experience this like this is kind of interesting and it was like 10 minute wait so I'm like okay I can I can spend 10 minutes and wait so I waited and this lady was in front of me so we started like chatting or whatever and She's like, I'm just here for my husband. Like he's at the other store. He's like, cause it was a, it was a, um, old McKenna tenure is what everybody was in line for. And it just, it just came out, I guess, or it's what was coming out that day. And the lady says there's six bottles and she's like, but I'm like, we're like, you know, we're like 20 deep. So she's like, I don't think I'm, we're going to get it. But my husband's like number one in line at the other store. So she was telling <laughs> me. And I was just like, that's cool. And she's like, do you do this often? I was like, I've never done this. And I was like, I'm just kind of here to here for the ride. You know, I just want to see, like, I just kind of want to experience this. She's like, well, the first six people are going to get the, the, the first six bottles and this and that. And I'm like, oh, you know, I don't care. Like, I don't care. You know, I'm like, okay, cool. So it was just interesting. So like at 
two minutes till they opened the doors and it was like little ants and it was like people just like followed in line and they went like a certain walkway and you just went around and then you walked and then like their register was right there and then there was just bottles lined up and they were just like one purchase next person bought it next person bought it so it was my turn I didn't know so I get up there and there's um the Weller one the antique 107 was on the counter and then the small batch 1792 and I was like shoot I don't know which one I want because I have a I have a little bit of the Weller antique 107 but I heard the 1792 is really good it's is a small batch episode two or something yeah it's a small batch one so they I've heard like I think it was even the black and brown guys were talking about yeah how it was really good so I was like shoot I, I don't think know. William's so, a big fan of it yes and so he's like, you got, if you see it, you got to get it. Well, I'm like, I don't know. So I grabbed both. I just grabbed both bottles and brought it to the register. And he's like, no, no, you're allowed one bottle. You are not allowed to take two. They're like, if How you want. dare you, Mary Beth. I know. They're like, if you want two, you have to go back in line. And I was like, well, I'm not, okay. I, I don't need it. I don't care that much. So I put the 1792 back. Cause I was like, um, I, I'm pretty sure the Weller will be, I don't know. I, I made it like a. I had like one second. So I was like kind of embarrassed because there's all these like bourbon whatever is standing in there. You know, yeah. so I was kind of like, I was like, okay, I'm sorry. I was like, I didn't know. And so I like put one back or I put it back. <laughs> so I walked out with the Weller, but, and I don't even like, it's funny is like in that moment, like I probably would have liked the 1792 better. I like the Weller, but I don't love the Weller. I don't even know, like, I don't even know why. I just felt like I had to <laughs> She did it because she's like, I know Amanda loves the fucking Weller. <laughs> <laughs> And I like it too, but it's not like, honestly, like today, like this bottle was, I feel like, I feel like it, I let personally, you know, my opinion, I like this a lot better. So, um, I, but I bought it cause I was like, well, we're here and I did it and you know, and it was cool, but yeah, it was just a lot of, it was, just, it was just, yeah, I felt so pressured, but it was, I don't know, it was cool. Like I just wanted to kind of see what that was like to be like in line when everyone's like waiting and they're like, you know whatever. So it was, you know, it's an experience. I, I would say it's, it's, it was all right, but yeah. So that was my little, I was texting, I think both of you at the time, like, okay, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I like, it. Yeah. I was like, this is what I got. Like, I don't know. I was just, you know, something to do on a Saturday morning, I guess. So as we were sitting here, I noticed I got a little, someone new is following you with the name K Hamp Nelson <laughs> What is <laughs> from it? Nashville. Someone from the, uh, Greenbrier crew. Following Amber? Oh. Following Blind Drams. Oh, Blind Drams. Yeah. Yep. Love them. They're so fun. I hope I can find this. Like, I'm going to look for this at my my next, when I, when I go, you know, it's my, my, my place. I have this giant vein hanging out of my head this whole time. And in this reveal video, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice it for what it's worth. You just look so excited. I was. Well, it's because I've like seen it and I don't know. I don't, I'm like such the lazy drinker. Like there's so many bottles that I've seen that I'm like, oh, but I would really like to try that. But I, I feel like I'm always like, I buy stuff based off the label and I'm always disappointed. And so I'm like, oh, I'm just going to wait till somebody recommends something to me. But it's funny that you said that you got this one. Cause I remember when I first saw it, I was like, oh, I really want to buy it because I love the label, but what if it's horrible, you know, so I never bought it. What'd be really cool is if I would have bought it and I would have been able to pinpoint it. I want to get to that point where I'm like, right, that's what that is. 
Boom. That's also where and I want to get. Oh, so pretty badass. <laughs> the whiskey sommelier. I don't know. I, so <laughs> I'm, I'm excited because I, I'm, I'm in three chapters into the whiskey tasting book. And once I finish the book, then if I feel confident enough, I can take the test to, to be certified as the level one whiskey master. That's that would be super cool. cool. So I'm very cool. I'm excited for that. It's very expensive. So for my birthday, I want class two, assuming I've passed class one. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the way it works is like you can get, you can choose for level one, you can choose either the bourbon path or the scotch path. And I really struggled because I was like, I really want to do the scotch path, but <laughs> I feel like I will have a much easier route going bourbon path because I've been drinking so much bourbon like over the scotch so it just felt like more confident doing that but I think when you get to like level four which is the last level you can choose where to take your test and there's like I think it's either in Kentucky or in Scotland and I'm like oh, I'm gonna take a trip to Scotland <laughs> with you wow <laughs> I love Scotland. We uh we did an Airbnb on Lake Le- Le- Loch Lamond over when we did our like little backpacking trip on super cheap with the kids. I texted my mom after we got there because I know we have like some Scottish Irish heritage. And I was like, Mom, what area were we from? Like, was our family from in from this like the Scottish side? She goes, Let me get back to you. I've already booked the place. Um, we're literally driving there and uh, we'll be there in like a couple hours. She comes back and she's like, so our family comes from this really small little place called Loch Lamond. And I'm like, there's <laughs> no fucking way because wow. I've never heard of it in my life. I, I chose an Airbnb based purely on price and it ended up here. <laughs> wow. And uh, so we ended up on like my ancestral land in in Scotland and it was so weird because like the second we like went into Scotland it was one of those I had the same feeling going to Ireland where it just felt like you touched down and you just felt like magic and like tingly and like immediately at home and comfortable well I've never been so if anyone wants to take me I'm in listen we've got a tip jar now so if anyone wants to like (laughs) I have been to Ireland but I was a kid so I want to go like where should blind drams go Right. I'm trying to talk my stepdad into taking a family trip and all of us going out to Scotland because there's a lot of really nice Scotch distilleries out in Scotland. I'm down. And he's down for it. So once uh, pandemic rules are lifted, travel restrictions are lifted, we're going to try and make that happen. I would love it. I would love to just go over there. and It's cold. Bring some sweaters. (laughs) And some parkas. (laughs) Yeah. There's just, it's always like, slightly chilly and overcast which is like my jam that's i'm mm-hmm. the happiest and amber's like i would fucking murder somebody I would. amber is florida like tropical destinations and i'm like mm-hmm. I, I give me europe i feel like maybe we should start the podcast at like 8 30 and for the first like 15 minutes we just know that we're just gonna chit chat so don't even record <laughs> and then 15 minutes and cut it and like start doing the podcast and then stop it after we've done like the reveal and the history bit and then the only thing bad about again that, then, it's like, then it's like 8 45 by the time we pour 
and we're not even sipping anything till nine. And I honestly want to drink in my hand at seven. So that's like <laughs> the later later for me. <laughs> we'll start recording at eight. <laughs> Anyways. That's warm. It's my, um, don't judge me right now. It's my um, air fryer. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got chicken We're nuggets in there? that one in. <laughs> uh, I'm going to throw some dino nugs in there. <laughs> tater tots. <laughs> I know there's a couple of tater tots in there too. <laughs> you know, all those moms be eating those dino nuggets. Oh yeah. Listen, there are no nuggets better than dino nuggets. And so I learned a fun fact late lately. So here's my hashtag Amanda fun fact. Everything tastes like chicken, right? Because all the things that taste like chicken have evolved from dinosaurs. So dinosaurs taste like fucking chicken. So the dinosaur nuggets are shaped like dinosaurs because, because it makes sense. It's like chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That makes actually makes sense because if you ever like I think I was in the Carolinas and I insisted on trying like gator or alligator or something. Gator is delicious. Gator balls or something. Chewy. It's just really, really chewy chicken. It tastes like, yeah, I was like, this tastes like chicken. Mm-hmm. And they've been and uh, uh, an alligator has been around since the dinosaurs, right? Basically. They're basically like dinosaurs, so yeah. Anyway. Let's be honest. Should I wash my face tonight? Because I really don't want to. I'm so tired. No. Yeah, don't ask me the last time I showered. I couldn't tell you. Ask Mary Beth the question, Amanda. So, which is more <laughs> disgusting? Not changing your clothes for three solid days or not brushing your teeth for two days? Oh, te- your teeth is more disgusting. Fucking thank you. Amber and I and my husband agree. Yep. My, my husband we will not. <laughs> he, he doesn't feel the same way. During Christmas, really? when he just lost his toothbrush in traveling, whatever. <laughs> he brush his teeth for two days. And I was like, I'm not sure what's happening. Like, do you need me to go to the gas station? And he's like, no, I'll get one. And just did it. And the next day happens, I'm like, did you get a toothbrush? And he's like, no. And I'm like, how are you not like if I just like if I sleep and then the next morning if it goes to like there's a feeling you know and you're it's like a film oh. yeah anyway it's like two days passed and he's still like oh yeah I just like didn't get a toothbrush I'm like oh. <laughs> <laughs> I agree no your your mouth ooh, ooh. thank you that makes me feel less crazy I love you guys that made me like tired like that made me feel very relaxed and like almost like I took a bunch of melatonin. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is my happy whiskey. Yeah. Like if I have, I find when I have a really sh- like day where, not where I'm like, I have this role. If I feel like I need whiskey, I will not drink it that day because don't want to be an alcoholic. <laughs> But a day where it's like, you know, what would be really nice and I could really use right now would be so relaxing. It would be just have a nice glass of whiskey to just like chill out, whatever. I find that I go for this one a lot. That's typical. Or one of the other two that they make. They also have, I think they make Bell Mead and um, 
Yeah, I did a quick Google search while you, when you were talking to see the site, and it says that they're owned by Bell Mead, and I see that all the time. So, oh, yeah, she also probably like, has the Nelsons. Is that like a common like Bell Mead? Is that like um? Is that also in the same kind of price range, the twenty five dollar, thirty dollar? I want to. Off the top of my head, I want to say that Bellmead was slightly more expensive, but let me look it up. What is it, Bellmead? I feel like Bellmead, like, I knew that. Like, that's, like, a common name, right? Yeah, that one's really good, too. I like that one over, like, Now I want to try that, because I haven't tried that one. Alone. Yeah, it's a bourbon, Bellmead bourbon. Okay. And so the Tennessee whiskey is basically bourbon, but with the added maple charcoal filtration. Gotcha. But that's cool. It's cool that there's that connection because I want to, I want to get both now. Bellmead also had the two that I have is the Bellmead bourbon and then the Bellmead reserve, I think. And then they also have a single barrel, a, a sherry cask finish, a cognac cask finish, Madeira cask finish, and a honey cask finish. Ooh, do that with a gold rush. Ooh, they have one finished in tequila ta- casks as well. That sounds that like sold out. A hangover. <laughs> it does sound like a hangover. <laughs> Cherry brandy cask. All of these like Ooh. cool barrel finish ones, like specialty finish ones are like all sold out. I don't know how I didn't stumble down this rabbit hole earlier. <laughs> Man. I just like, dear Nelson's Green Briar, please be my friend. <laughs> I <Right>. need <laughs> to hang out. All right. That's all I got. All right. Anyways, well, I'm going to fall asleep and yeah. I'm going to eat two pieces of, I've eaten too much. This is bad. This, this podcast is going to make me fat. You're welcome. Okay. We just had like so much butter in our- I had so much butter and so much brown <laughs> sugar and so much pizza. The amount of butter that was in that cocktail was a full meal. Yeah. I had careful butter, which is like good butter. That is good butter. But then I had like a gallon of brown sugar. So there's that. I love you guys. Thank you for the amazing whiskey. And now I think I'm yes. next time I'm at the store, I'll buy it. I'm definitely I love finding. This. I love finding affordable whiskey that's like fucking stellar. Yes. Yeah. Twenty-five to thirty dollars. Is that what you said? You can buy two. You can buy two bottles. Share with a friend. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. This was a great evening. Yes. Love you guys so much. Love you. Thank you so much. Go get some sleep. Have fun burning off all that butter calories. Don't talk to me and pizza. Just bad night. I love you. Love you. (laughs) Bye. Bye.